Welcome to the Excel in Retirement Show, where financial planning becomes understandable. Your host, David C. Treese, is a licensed financial advisor who specializes in retirement income planning. David's desire for each of his clients is to have financial confidence, protection, and growth. We believe this is achievable with the right plan in place. Together, we'll build a plan specific to your financial goals. We work with clients from all over, and we'd love to connect with you. Go to clientsexcel.com to connect with us. If you'd like to speak with us, call our office at 864-641-7955. Thanks for listening. Now to the show. Welcome back to episode 92 of the Excel in Retirement show. We are getting awfully close to that 100 episode mark, so that'll be a big deal when we get there. Some days I wish I was more inclined to building things or making things. I think that gene was somehow omitted from my makeup, though. I really admire people that can work with their hands and do well with those things. Uh, That is a challenge for me. Amelia, our daughter, was given a swing right after she was born, and I think Mallory's grandmother gave it to her. And we have an acre lot that our house sits on, and our property is half wooded. So 50% of our property is wooded. And there isn't a suitable tree anywhere to hang a tree or hang a swing in. It's unbelievable. And I hate to admit it, but it took me a couple years to finally get a place to set up for our little girl to be able to have a swing. First, it was a little, she was too little for the swing. Then it was too hot. Then the ground was too hard. (laughs) I went through all the stages of procrastination, it seems like. Finally, though, we got some posts set and a crossbar over the two posts for her swing to be able to uh, suspend on. Last Christmas, Santa brought Amelia a saucer swing. And if you haven't seen those, uh, we put a picture of it this week in the newsletter. And so uh, you can subscribe to our newsletter on our website under the podcast newsletter tab. But I bet you can uh, can Google that and find out what uh, what they look like. But it's basically like a swing and it's lower to the ground, but it's a saucer. And apparently this is the thing now. And a few weeks ago, though, we were able to get her saucer swing where she was able to start using it. And she has really enjoyed it. She looks forward to going out most every day and swinging. This past weekend, I asked her if she wanted to go to Happy Hollow. And that's a playground here. And it has all kinds of things for kids to play on. But she opted to go for the saucer swing in the backyard as opposed to going to the full playground, which was surprising. Following through with what we have set out to do can be very rewarding, and it was rewarding for me to be able to see her enjoy that swing. It's easier to follow through with things that we have to do or things we like to do, but the things we don't necessarily like doing, like digging four-foot-deep holes in the South Carolina hard red clay, those things can be really rewarding when we press through and we do those things that we didn't necessarily want to do. So I challenge you to consider if there are things that you may be putting off because you'd just rather not do them. Then think about what the end result may be if you complete them. And that might uh, inspire you to take action. Maybe it will. The Wall Street Journal, which I'll link to in the show notes, ran a headline this past Monday, February 7th, that said, uh, U.S. retirement funds heavy on stocks brace for losses. And it said a sustained downturn could squeeze state and local government budgets. And it starts off early in the article by saying public pension funds had a median 61% of their assets and stocks as of December 31st, up from 54% 10 years ago, according to Wilshire Trust 
uh, Universe Comparison Service. Since then, the Russian-Ukraine war and expectations that the Federal Reserve will raise interest rates this month have battered equity prices, reducing those holdings by billions of dollars. And so that's worth noting. So while pensions have been slowly phasing out from most workplaces, many governments are still using them. But most pensions today are a far cry from how they were originally used. The first issue really came up with pensions when employers began putting the burden of retirement readiness on employees, and that really started in the late 70s or early 80s. When someone went to work for a company that offered a pension as a young person, let's say they started as a young person, they knew what they could get in retirement benefits when they retired. It was a known fact, and that was a way to give security to people. But when companies got away from that, they began putting that retirement readiness responsibility on their employees. So Congress passed a law in 1978 that allowed for tax-deferred 401ks. Employers thought it was a great thing because they were no longer responsible for paying an indefinite amount of lifetime income to their employees in retirement. Remember, pensions are set up to be able to pay for as long as someone is alive. And as people have began living longer, this increased the burden for employers. And so that was an indefinite amount of money. And employers, uh, excuse me, employees could buy the company stock inside their 401k in some cases. So if there was a publicly traded company, the employers could tell the uh, employees, hey, why don't you buy our company stock? This was a double win for employers. They got rid of that burden of having to pay that indefinite amount of lifetime benefit and pension payments. And many times these employees were buying that company's stock, thus driving the price up. So it's a double win for employers, right? A pension manager used to look at a hundred year swath of time and he or she could plot out boom and bust cycles. They're naturally occurring in a normal economy and the pension manager could plot out when those things would probably happen with reasonable certainty. This is not an easy thing to do anymore because governments uh, do things like keep interest rates artificially low for years on end. That's what our government has done. Pensions are very interest rate sensitive and they must have normalized rates to work properly. For the better part of the last 20 years, rates have been ultra low, which has generated a, which has made generating a, a sure income or a guaranteed income for retirees with pensions very challenging. This is the second major challenge pension systems have today. What have governments done to compensate though, you might ask? They started using risk assets like equities and the value of the underlying portfolio will fluctuate with the stock market. And so when we're in risk assets like equities, our portfolio value fluctuates in the good times and the bad times. Then how well the funded or how well funded the pension system is will be dependent on how the, well the market is doing. So if the market is doing great like it did in 2020 and 2021, then it will do well. And then the, if the market is doing poor like it is here in 2022, that means the pension system is not doing well. And so that creates a lot of stress for local governments. The journal article went on to say, A downturn, however, could ultimately squeeze state and local budgets. 
This is because when pension funds returns fall short, the workers and government employers that pay into them end up helping to make up the shortfall. Actual pension contributions are already a drag on the finances of some cities and states, leaving less money for operations and debt payments and leading to credit rating downgrades. As a society, we have been through one challenge after another, it seems like, the last few years with COVID-19 and now this Russian-Ukraine issue. And I highlight these issues with pensions because I know that this impacts many of our clients and listeners. And my goal as an advisor, a financial advisor, is to help you avoid pitfalls that stand between you and a successful retirement. And we can't do that if we're not informed of the challenges. So sometimes I have to bring information to folks that isn't the most enjoyable to share. And this is one of them. We want to be cognizant of these things because it may inform how our other accounts are allocated or invested. With this information, it may help you make better decisions about how your other money, if you have other money, is invested. And at least... I recommend being cognizant of this issue and and planning accordingly. I would be happy to address any concerns or questions that you might have after listening to this. Uh, You can reach me by calling our office at 864-641-7955. I would be happy to share with you how we help mitigate against risk in retirement for our folks and expand on that for you. We work with clients from all over. We have clients in about four different states now, and we would be happy to work with you wherever you're at. We, uh, through the power of technology, are able to take on new clients in many other places, which is amazing. And so I look forward to talking with you potentially in the future or whenever you're ready. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you taking the time. And we will be back next week. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Clients Excel are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including potential loss of principal. Any reference to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the insuring carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It's not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet particular needs of an individual situation. Clients Excel is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Clients Excel. The use of logos and or trademarks of podcast hosting sites are the property of their respective owners and are not an endorsement by those owners of our firm or our program.